This morning, the exhortation will be on shut the door. Praise the Lord. And the scripture is from Isaiah 26, verse 20. Isaiah 26, verse 20. It says, Come, my people, enter thou into thy chambers, and shut thy door about thee. Hide thyself as it were for a little moment until the indignation is overpassed. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We can see from the passage we've read that um, it says, My people, come into thy chambers and shut the door. So when we're looking at it, that um, God expects us as his children to shut the door. Why does he want us to shut the door? What door exactly is he asking us to close? In essence, the Lord just wants us to have a personal time with him. He wants us to close the door to commune with him. He wants us to close the door from all the hustling and bustling of life. He wants us to close the door from all our numerous activity and have a communion with him. Because when we have a communion with him, the, the, then we will be courageous as we've been told in the opening church that we should be strong and be courageous. But that cannot come to pass unless we learn to close the door. The Lord is telling and admonishing us at every point in time that is beckoning every time that close the door. I want to commune with you. If you look at it, there are times in the scriptures that the Bible tells us that come, let us reason together. There are times it says, come all you that labor and heavy laden and I will give you rest. So many times God is beckoning. He said, I behold I stand at the door of your heart knocking. He wants to have a personal time with us. But we are so busy. So busy with so many things. So busy with a lot of activity that we only have a quick time with him. We don't have a quality time with him. But the, the word of God to us this day is that God requires us to shut the door in order to have a quality time with him, a quality fellowship with him, a quality communion with him. And I pray that as we do that, that the Lord himself will prove himself mightily in our lives in Jesus' name. Amen. We'll see that there are, there are cases in the Bible where the Lord told people to close the door, to shut the door. And as a result of that, things happen. For instance, let's look at the life of Noah. In Genesis chapter 1, verse uh, Genesis chapter 7, verse 1 and 16, it says, And the Lord said unto Noah, Come thou and all thy house into the hack, for thee I have seen righteous before me in this generation. So we will look at that, that God required Noah to come in to close the door. And it says, and the Lord shut them in. Why? The Lord shut them in from disaster. The Lord shut them in from problem. The Lord shut them in for the filthiness and immorality that was going on in the in that time and that's why and by the time they were in there they were preserved and god is calling us time and time without number as workers as pastors as members as ministers as a church that we want us to close the door We've opened the door too many times to a lot of things. There are times that some of the things we're going through is as a result of our 
our inability to close the door. And I pray that as we learn to close the door, that things that have come in proud to now will go out in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Why do you need to close the door? Why do you need to shut the door? First and foremost, in order to renew strength. In Isaiah chapter 40, verse 31, it tells us that, but they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They will mount up with wings as eagle. They will run and not be weary. They will walk and not faint. God wants us to close the door so that he will renew our strength. There's no how you can carry your car, driving your car, all around the place without allowing that car to rest that the engine will not knock. So in essence, God wants us time and time without number to close the door, to come in into our inner chambers so that it will renew our strength. It's a time whereby we need to retire in order to be able to refire. Because when you close the door, he will renew your strength. He will, re, he will pour fresh grace. He will pour fresh oil. He will pour fresh anointing and power. And he will grant you that word. Because he says that when we open our mouth, he will grant us utterance. But when we don't spend time with him, there is no how he will give us those words that he wants us to speak. So it's a time whereby we renew strength. Then we will be able to run like never before and not be weary. We'll be able to walk far distance and not faint. And I pray that God will help us because when we don't learn to, to close the door, in no time you will be burnt out. And God does not want his ministers to be burnt out, but he wants his fire to continually burn in their bones. And I pray that as we learn to shut the door, that the Lord will cause his word to be like fire in our bones, to be able to do great and mighty exploits in Jesus' name. Amen. Why do we need to shut the door? We need to shut the door so that we can receive answers to prayers. In Matthew chapter 6, verse 6, it says, But when you pray, go into your inner room, shut your door, and pray to your father who is unseen, and your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. It tells us further in that verse that God that sees secret will reward you openly because those things that you sorted out in your inner chambers on your knees, you, others will see it. I will not even know how you came about that result, but it's as a result of you shutting the door. Even like we come and gather in the morning like this is a time to shut the door. Don't think that the time you spend in the morning coming for the good morning, good morning Jesus. prayers, good morning Jesus is a wasted time. No, it is not. It is a time of shutting in so that by the time you go out, results will begin to manifest. Testimonies will begin to abound. And I pray that God will give us that answers, that as we spend quality time in his presence, and that's why when we come into his presence, let us shut everything out. Let us forget about other things that may sound as distractions, because things may want to distract us. Let us close our door to all forms of distraction so that when we come to pray we'll receive answers to prayers in jesus name amen those that shut the door are blessed isaiah chapter 30 verse 18 it says and therefore will the lord wait that he may be gracious unto you and therefore 
will he be exalted that he may have mercy upon you for the lord is god of judgment blessed are all they that wait for him praise the lord when you shut the door is a time of waiting on the lord is a time of wait and it says already in that verse that therefore the lord will wait so god is patiently waiting for us all that we need to do is to align ourselves to shut the door to meet him in that place of prayer to meet him in that place of communion to meet him in that place of in that place of fellowship so that he will unfold his mind he says i will have mercy upon you the bible says i will have mercy on whom i have mercy on when the mercy of god is at work no matter how unqualified you may be no matter how how much how much that is required you will be preferred you will be qualified god is the one that qualifies the unqualified and i pray that as we learn to shut the door that the lord will qualify us even in areas where we do not qualify in jesus name again why do we need to shut the door we need to shut the door so that impossible situations can be turned around. Because the Bible says that with him, all things are possible. The Bible tells us in 1 Samuel chapter 1, verse 10 and 20, it says, in her bitterness, in her bitter distress, Anna prayed to the Lord and wept with many tears. In verse 20, I say, and in the course of time, Anna conceived and gave birth to a son and named him Samuel, saying, because I asked of him from the Lord. In essence, Anna, Anna has been going to Shiloh, time in, time out, you know? And it's like there was nothing to show for her going to Shiloh. Others were going and coming back with results. Others were coming back with testimonies, but it was as if she was just going for excursion, for window shopping, to see others testify. You may be feeling, I come to Good Morning Jesus every morning. I don't have anything yet to testify. I want to tell you, assuming that year, Anna decided that she was not going to Shiloh, what would have happened? She would have missed her blessing. And that's why it's important for us that we should not say, oh, I've been, I've been waiting on the Lord. I've been shutting the door. I am tired of shutting the door. Keep shutting. Keep closing. Your testimonies will spring forth in Jesus' name. Amen. And now it says, in the course of time, at the appointed time, there is always an appointed time for everything. And when it is time, nothing, nothing can stop it from coming to manifestation. And we do not know the time. And that's why we need to continue to close the door so that in the course of time, we will not lose our blessing. And I pray that this morning, as we close the door, communing, praying, trusting, waiting, hoping, holding unto the Lord. We will not miss our testimonies, we will not miss our blessings, we will not miss our breakthroughs in the name of Jesus. So impossible situations are turned around. Again, when we close the door, generations are preserved. That again is the case of Noah. If Noah had... had, um, turned like the other people, laughing and jesting, and didn't hold on to that call that go and close the door. Go in with your family, close the door. He would have missed it outrightly. 
and generations would have been swept off. And I pray that as we go on and close the door, our generations will be preserved in Jesus' name. The land will not defile our children. The land will not defile our men. The land will not defile our women. The land will not defile our churches in the name of Jesus Christ. The land will not defile our ministry because only will your generation be preserved but as many that are connected with you will be preserved in Jesus' name. Rahab was another person that learned to close the door. She closed the door. You know, we always look at the bad side of Rahab. But Rahab knew that these were men of God and she learned to close the door and waited. And as a result of that, herself and her household were preserved. I pray that as we learn to close the door, that our generations will be preserved in Jesus' name. When we learn to close the door, again, we'll find that that we'll receive divine protection from the Lord. Because it says that he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. So no matter how much we go in and close the door, he says it will read our land of evil beasts. So because we have run into him, we have closed the door, no matter what the pestilence or the violence or the things that are flying all around, they will not come near us because we have run into him. And it says it will be a wall of fire round about us as the wall surrounds Jerusalem. So protection is assured when we close the door. Another situation is no matter what the circumstances or, or things may be, when we learn to close the doors, things are turned around. Jabez was another one that learned to close the door. He shut the door. Despite the fact that it was as if he was under a plague or a curse, you know, he went back to God and cried to God. And as a result of that, his destiny was turned around. His story was rewritten. And I pray this morning, no matter what that unpleasant things we may be going through, God will turn it around in Jesus' name. Like the song says, it says, He knows my name. He knows my every call. He hears me when I pray. We have a Father that will always want to commune with us behind the closed door. He does not want to be there outside where it is noisy, distractions are there that will make us lose focus. But he wants us behind the door so that he will commune with us. He's our father. He says he knows the every single tears that drops. He knows the number of heads on our head. So because he knows that he is interested in us, all the solutions we're looking for, all the answers we're looking for is behind the closed door. And this morning, the encouragement for us this morning is that learn to close the door. When you close the door, you receive your answers. When you close the door, you receive the answers to the question. You receive solutions to the puzzles in the name of Jesus Christ. I pray that God will continue to encourage us. God will continue to build us up that even in time of closing the door, we will not be weary. Amen. That God will strengthen us, will empower us to hold on to him like never before in the name of Jesus Christ. God will continue to strengthen us in the place of prayer that the, uh, the light 
the fire on the altar will not run dry in Jesus' name, but, but will continue to burn in the name of Jesus Christ. The virgins, the virgins learned to close the door. And the result of that, their life in life care and eternity was preserved. I pray that as we learn to close the door, that in you know, this pilgrim journey that we're on, we will finish well and finish strong in Jesus' name. We will not be cut short in Jesus' name. Our destinies will not be truncated in the name of Jesus Christ. We will not fall into error in the name of Jesus Christ. But we need to learn to close the door. When we learn to close the door, the Lord will renew our strength because in Him we live, we move, and have our being. Our totality is in Him. And that's why we need to learn to close the door. Even at this hour, I just want us to begin to pray and begin to raise our voice unto the Lord this morning, this morning and say, Father, I am sorry for every of my busy, 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 busy life that I have ignored to close the door. Father, Lord, this morning I've come to you and I've said, Father, have mercy on me in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, I ask for your mercy this morning in the name of Jesus Christ. Areas where I, I should have learned to close the door, but due to carelessness or due to pressures of life, I have left them open and allow the enemy to have free meal, that Lord have mercy on me this morning, in the name of Jesus Christ. Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 
from the outline today, it says that one of the benefits is that we renew strength. We're going to tell God this morning that Father, renew my strength in the name of Jesus Christ. Renew my strength so that I will run and not be weary. I will walk and not faint in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, renew my strength this morning in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, you my God, as men, as women, as children, as adults, as the church, as a ministry, Lord, you are strength this morning in the name of Jesus renew our strength in the place of in the name of Jesus renew our strength, Lord, in the place of God, in your word, Lord, renew our strength, Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, cause us to soar upon your spirit as the eagle glides upon the wings in the name of Jesus Christ. That Lord, we may mount up with wings as eagles in the name of Jesus Christ. That Lord, you will renew our strength to do great and mighty exploits in your kingdom in the name of Jesus Christ. Physically, spiritually, in every area, oh Lord, Father, renew our strength in the name of Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name, we pray. According to Matthew 6, 6, it says that when you go into your room to pray and shut the door, your father that sees in secret will answer you. We're going to pray that, Father, this morning, areas where we have unanswered prayer, Father, answer us to Lord. In the name of Jesus Christ, every request we have been praying as things as answers are not false. Father, we existence in the name of Jesus Christ. We want to activate your faith. Even those things that you have concluded that it will not happen to be this morning. Lord Jehovah God, we are going to those things that God has put in. I will say, Lord Jehovah God, we receive answers from the people of We command in the name of Jesus that this morning let them become a people of this world in the name of Jesus Isaiah chapter 30 verse 18 it says that the Lord will be gracious unto us and he says those that wait upon me blessed. Let us pray that Father be gracious unto me and my household. Be gracious unto me and the church. Be gracious unto me and my family. And siblings, my brothers, my parents, O Lord. Father, be gracious unto us. Let your face continually shine upon us, O Lord. In the name of your let your face to come down to us, O Lord. In the name of your God. He says, those that wait upon the Lord, Father, decree this. 
this morning, we have, we have Jesus When the people hired Balaam to cause the children of Israel, no matter where they took him to, he could not curse them because they were because they are blessed. Mm. And when they say talk, he only issue blessings upon them. Mm. We're going to pray. And we're going to call ourselves by name. I'm going to say, wherever your name is mentioned, only blessings we are bound in the name of Jesus Christ. Whether anybody may hire against each and every one of us, once they open their mouth, only blessings, only blessings in the name of Jesus Christ. the Bible says that those that wait upon the Lord are blessed. We're going to pray that Father, let your blood daily speak for me because I am blessed of you. The Bible says that the blood of Jesus speaks better things than that of Abel. That Lord Jehovah God, let your blood daily speak for us. Speak for us and our family members. Speak for us and our Wherever we are lying, let your blocks be. In our walking places, let your blocks be. In our way, not 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 in
Using the first Samuel chapter one, when Anna prayed. In Anna's case, her impossible case was that she needed a child. I don't know what the impossible cases may be, be it your immigration paper, be it concerning your health, be it concerning admission, be it concerning job, change of job, new job, whatever it is, we're going to pray that Father, every impossible situation, Father, turn them around in the name of Jesus Christ. Because he says with God, all things are possible. In John chapter 14, verse 14, he says, if you ask anything in my name, I will answer. Now let us begin to talk to God. The Father, those prolonged impossible cases, Father, we say, Lord Jehovah, God, turn them around. I cannot testify, we will testify. I cannot testify, be it accommodation issues, begin to lay them before the throne of the be it your health, be it your Answered by fire, 
Let him show forth his power in the name of Jesus Christ. Shall we begin to pray that Father arise, O Lord, arise the fullness of your power, arise the fullness of your glory, and contain every tender of our bodies for every trouble of our lives in the name of Jesus Christ. I pray so that you will run through the roof and by your help we lift up every wall of obstruction, every wall of limitation, every wall of hindrance in the name of Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name we pray. Lastly, we're going to pray that our generations will be preserved. It seems going on around us. The Bible says 10,000 will fall by a right side, 8,000 will fall by a right side, 10,000 by a left side, but it will not come near us. We're going to pray with every false doctrine, with every um, everything going on around contrary to the will and purpose of God, that Lord, our generations will be preserved. That the generation of Noah was preserved in that immoral generation. That Lord preserve our generation, preserve us and our generation in the name of Lord Amen. 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 Amen.